That was SM, the remix, Rihanna and Britney Spears, and it just so happened to have been produced by today's returning guest, Sandy V. Hi, my name is James Rodriguez Horton, the host of The Original Doll. On The Original Doll, I unpackage music at the people who create it. We go behind the scenes, learn all about the creation of so many great songs from the people who created them. And at the same time, we give back to charity. So for every question a guest answers, we get items donated to those in need. And for every listen we get on Apple Podcast within the, the first 24 hours of release, we also get an item donated for charity. We've been able to help out women in domestic abuse shelters with their children, their family, and homeless LGBT plus teens and more. For more information, go to my Instagram, the.original.doll, or go old school with the website, www.theoriginaldoll.com. Now, here's what's great. I've been able to update some of the great information about SM and Rihanna and Britney Spears' collaboration. Now, here's what's amazing. The original version of SM in the U.S. alone is five times platinum. That's right, five times platinum. The remix featuring Britney Spears is now gold in the United States. And here's what's even more amazing. The star power of Britney Spears and Rihanna and everyone involved in the song. Since May of 2019, this song, S&M and the remix, has itself been on 28 different countries' iTunes charts, including going number one on the pop charts in the Dominican Republic, number one on the pop charts in Costa Rica. That's right. And as recently as February 2023, it went number 40 in Brazil on the overall all-genre song charts on iTunes. This is one of those moments when a song still has success, you know, over a decade after its release. And this speaks to the talent, the music, and the iconography of Rihanna and Britney Spears. Now, for those who haven't heard my first interview with Sandy V, I'm going to go ahead and add this in here. But I wanted to add those parts in here because I think it's important for us to see and for the listeners to hear that these two artists, even though they haven't released a new album in quite some time, their old catalog still holds the test of time and is still seeing success globally. So we're going to get right to this. And as with every episode of the original doll, any audio recording ripping stealing is strictly prohibited in every country in the world. So if you do in fact see any snippets or anything released online anywhere, please report those to the webmaster. And I want to give a big shout out to my Patreon patrons. Thank you so much. There's going to be special content going out for Patreon only. You can find that once again, www.theoriginaldoll.com. My name is James Rodriguez. Let's get on with the show. This is The Original Doll. Rewind back to April 2011. Now, Billboard magazine had reported that, and this is something that I want people to keep in mind. When you hear me reporting back these articles or anything, listen to the language that is used. It says, Music News. Britney, Spe Britney Spears, Rihanna, team for S&M Remix. Britney Spears and Rihanna have teamed up for a raunchy remix of the latter's number one single, S&M. Continues to go on saying, uh, The collaboration which premiered today on New York radio station Z100 features the pop divas trading lines from the song's original chorus and entirely new second verse by Spears. If I'm bad, tie me down, Spears coos, taking a cue from Rihanna's just as provocative original version of the song, 
shut me up, gag and bound, because the pain is my pleasure, nothing comes better. The S&M remix comes at a time when both Spears and Rihanna are riding high. Spears' new album, Femme Fatale, had just debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, while Rihanna's original, which is perched at number two on the Hot 100, just became her eighth chart topper on pop songs. Spears and Rihanna acknowledged each other's hot streaks on Twitter just hours before the S&M remix dropped, with Rihanna telling Britney Spears that she is, quote-unquote, one of the biggest worldwide superstars. You gangsta, hashtag epic, replied Spears, you ain't so bad yourself. And Rihanna would ultimately say, you know, it's Britney, bitch. And then Britney Spears on Twitter would say something to the effect of like, you think they're ready, Riri? I wanted to point this out because I wanted you to know where each of these artists were at that point in their career. Everyone, I would like to welcome back to the show, Sandy V and Mickey Blue. Thank you both for joining me again on The Original Doll. On The Original Doll, we unpackage music with the people who created it, all the while giving back to charity. So for every question a guest answers, we get items donated to charity. We help out homeless LGBT plus teens, domestic abuse shelter, women and children, and more. Find out more, follow me on Instagram, the.original.doll. Now, Sandy, I want to talk about this song that, I mean, blew up. I don't know if you could see the little the little promo CD with the remixes, uh, S&M, Rihanna, uh, and the remix ultimately would come out with Britney Spears. So you're a titan of working with women. I, all of the questions and comments and compliments I've gotten is how you have worked with so many amazing women, Mickey Blue being one of them. You know, we've been able to hear some of those songs. How did S&M come about, first of all, and then how did the remix happen? You know, that sort of thing. Because this is not this is not a normal thing to just go last minute. We're going to have two titans of the industry, you know what I mean, on a remix at that time. So how did S&M come about? Uh, so it's very simple. It, it was out and it was, I remember, like number two on the billboard. Like it was all over, but... Um, but it was going slowly and, and you know at some point I think it was like two or three on the billboard I don't remember and um, uh, that song was supposed to be the 10th number one billboard of Rihanna we just had like uh, Only Girl in the World was on number one a jump number one but this one was just it was big but it was just taking a little more time and um, they they wanted to have this 10th, you know, billboard number one. So we were talking about this and we were almost sure it would be you know, like a number one. But you never know. If you just stay two or three, you're not a number one, you know. <laughs> so I don't remember. I think that was Rock Nation or the label. I don't remember. And they came out with that idea to uh, like the perfect featuring on that song, you know. To just maybe get a help and get her Rihanna tense number one, so it was done like um, so fast. So I remember going with we were in New York at that time. We flew to to LA. We go to Westlake Studio. We're opening the session. We're three of us, Mr. Target and I. And okay, let's make like something different. You know, just. Let's sing the, the song in a different way. There it would be great to, to have a featuring on the song and it would make more sense than just the way it was. I'm, I'm talking more about like the construction, the way we mm -hmm. 
mm -hmm. build up, you know. And so we came out with that idea, like pa 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 pa, and like this kind of melodies, just flip out a few things, um, and we're like, oh, that's cool. It's even like more excited to us, you know. So, and then uh, we sent out to Cook and um, the, the 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 engineer and. Uh, and, and Britney just cut it, you know, and that, that's it. It's pretty much simple. But what is funny is that it was like really fast. Like in two days, the job was done, the song was recorded, and on the Thursday, it was on, out on, on iTunes, you know, so. Well, and this is one of those songs and it was where, number one. <laughs> so I, I, I was about to say, and it was, and I, I've talked before on the original Dial Where, there's always, we talk about the fun and the curse of number two, like Madonna was notorious for having number, like Frozen or whatever, all these songs stalled at number two. And then you look and go, why did that song not come number one? And like, I forgot who else it was, but later it was like, oh, it's because Black Eyed Peas had, I got a feeling. And so this person was like stuck at number two forever. And then Boom Boom Power or whatever was on yeah. there. And so um, in an interview and a couple of people, uh, Esther Dean had said she had written S&M for re, uh, for Britney originally, that it was like, come on, I like it like that. The we 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 didn't know in this one. I mean, for only in the world, it was clear. But uh, for S and M, we were not like a hundred percent, and we also had this feeling because we were the team in New York, you know, and and yeah, S and M was like um, kind of Britney in mind too, you know. Um, I mean, you can feel it, and you can feel the way she sounds on the record, you know. record you know but um when rihanna cut the record it was like so powerful and so cool you know he had some it's more edgy uh with rihanna i feel and it's more like pop traditional with britney so the combo was kind of great you know and as soon as it's been released like pop pop up number one everyone was so happy because you know i had helped the team to get like the nines and tens number one record with Rihanna, you know, so, and I got like to number one straight, straight. So, which is like, I was about to say, which is hard yeah. to do, which is <laughs> yeah. hard to do. Well, and, and it's, and it's funny because so many people were messaging me, James, you need to find out why the song was never on we, official CD or vinyl. I was like, cause it was so fast. Yeah. Like we, it happened. We were at the like, same time, you know, uh, we, we were competitive with ourselves, I would say, you know, because we had firework that just came out at the same time. And we didn't want to have one number one that we just, you know, put the, the this song like uh, in trouble because it's already, oh, I already already have a number one, but I need this number one with that song. So how can manage, you know? It was a time where I, I remember in, in, in New York on, on this top 10 iTunes, uh, it happened to have like, from my production, six or seven songs on the top 10. You know, so you're like, uh, what's going on? <laughs> you know, it's like everything it's, is just released at the same time and competitive shows us. It was very funny. Well, and it's funny when you're ultimately like competing with yourself. Yeah. Do you know, <laughs> you're just like, yeah, I'm going number one. Sorry, you're number two. You know what I mean? Like it's it's got to be those. So let me ask you that though. So then Selfish was the first song that you worked on that was, because that was placed on the Femme Fatale. So then S&M would have been your second Oh, yeah. Okay. You're right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the right chronology. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's been amazing because you have the Rihanna fans were like, we love this song and it was doing, and it was like, and it was 
a slow percolation because I went back through the the billboard charts and everything and it kept going like this. Yes. Yeah. And then it was like, wait, <laughs> what can, you know, keep it going. But I think what's interesting is in all of the interviews I've had over the few years, this was the fastest turnaround for a song that I've ever heard about. It was like, even Rihanna was like, it was a matter of here's the idea. Yeah. Let's have a record it and then release it. And it was like, not many people even knew what was happening by the time it came out because it was just like, hey, everyone, here it is. It was so fast. I'm telling you, we just flew, bam, 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 bam. And no. At that time, you know, Karen Quack, she, she was, you know, working with Ellie Reed, so we were close together. And and uh, so she was with us most of the time at the studio. And, and I remember telling her, how is this possible? We just flew to New York. We just flipped like a new version. At the same time, we've been to the other studio. We could Britney and... It's just out already. It was so fast. Like a, I was blown away how fast it was. Yeah. See, this these are the fun stories I like to hear. Now, I want to talk a little bit about you and Mickey's collaboration, uh, Love Me Through the Pain. Love Me Through the Pain. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> Title. Right. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Love Me Through the Pain, uh, which, and by the way, listeners, if you're if we're fortunate enough, you may be hearing little snippets of these songs as we talk about them. Just, just keep your ears open, everyone. Um, so let's talk about the creation of that song. How did it come about? We already know this wasn't the first song that you worked on together. So where did this fall in line with those those kind of the songs that were created? Mickey? Yeah, yeah. Mickey. This one was. I think this was the. It was the second or third song that we did, and I remember we had started it. I had come out to LA. And we had started on, I think we had just the first half of the chorus. And then we were like, you know what? Um, and I remember Sandy was like, you know what? We need to change the melody to like, go like this at some point, which was definitely the right choice because Sandy always knows. Like anytime <laughs> he's like, you know what? I've been thinking about it for a few days. And like, I really think it should be like this. He's right every time. <laughs> so, so like- It's crazy that that happened yesterday on a song I was working on. Um, sometimes it's incredible just by flipping one note. Yes. You can change everything, you know. Completely. So, and that's happen what happened on, on that song, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, in the middle of, of the hook, there's like a, a note that is like a one in a million to me, you know. Let me tell yeah. you the pain. Yeah, Not yeah. You, you hear that song. And it, it, Let me feel the pain. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and then we had our friend. And uh, May Lynn join us to help um, like finish flushing out um, some of the lyrical ideas after we had gotten through like the majority of the song. Um, but then like our, we had like another day in the studio and our friend May Lynn was scheduled with us. And we were like, you know what, instead of doing a new song, do you want to just like help us finish this one? Because it feels really good. And it's always good to have like fresh ears on something to help add some more ideas. So um, Maylin was great and helped us finish that one up. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, it was just like another, like every time we're in the studio, it was just like bang, 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 like coming up with these ideas that just felt really raw and the melodies felt so cinematic and pure, but amazing and epic, like, I don't know. Just felt it felt right. It just felt like magic. Like it's, you just have those days in the studio that feel like, oh, this is special, you know. 
No, and, and I'm excited because every single song, if you we talk about this one, let me through the pain, but even the ride or middle, they have something in common which is amazing, you know, because it's that that's a sound. It's they are very different song, but when you play the whole song, you're in something, you know, and, and it reminds me like uh, having a, a album, you know, but with all the songs are single, you know. That's what uh, happened with Mickey, I think, you know, because all the songs are very strong, very different at the same time. But in the same universe, you know. And, yeah. Yes. So, is this going to be a full-blown album, or is it an EP? Like, what is I this collaboration so. <laughs> ultimately? Yeah, I mean, hope, hoping for like the full album, but so far, it's definitely um, an EP for sure. I want to thank both guests and thank you again for listening to the show. I truly appreciate it. And if you enjoy the content, please give it a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. My name is James Rodriguez. This is the Original Doll Iconography. I'll see you on the flip side.